Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast Strikes Back. My name is George and you're listening to our weekly show Top 8. We round up all the big news in the world of movies and joining me today are the TPSB boys, Connor. Hello. And Benny. G'day. How are you guys? What has been going on this week? I'm trying to get my words out. I'm so excited. Um, it's actually been a big week this week. Yeah, we got some news uh, dropped this morning. But before we get into the top eight, what have you guys been watching? Benny? Um, I finally got around to checking out uh, American Gods, the highly anticipated adaptation of Neil Gaiman's uh, novel. Very exciting. Um, I watched the first three episodes. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, it's stunning. I haven't read the book myself, and this show is in no rush to explain what's going on at all. Um, I've, I've been reading some reviews that clarify a few little things without giving away any spoilers, just who some characters are, which has been helping me a lot because it's it's so esoteric, you would have no idea, I think, what's happening. Like, the, the title is the biggest plot giveaway you get um, <laughs> as to what actually is happening in this show, but it is... Um, it's by created by uh, Brian Fuller, who did Hannibal. So, as you can expect, it is visually amazing. Um, so, just well worth a watch. I highly recommend it. When you say that the title is probably the biggest giveaway, it, do you start to get that in the first episode, or is that kind of teased along? Well, it's just you, you're kind of finding out stuff as the main character is, and you're really getting no more information beyond that. And and even the way it's being told is very nonlinear. There's little vignettes that happen. There's someone writing a book at the beginning of each episode or something that's telling, and then we watch those stories as well. Okay. Um, and they're all kind of related to various gods of different faiths and yeah. throughout history. It's it, very cool, though. That sounds awesome. Mm. That sounds like something I want to Neil Gaiman's out. stuff is always amazing. It's pretty cool, yeah. He's, I've read a few Sandman comics, and they're pretty outstanding. Haven't read them all. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really keen to check that out. Amazon Prime, right? Yeah. That's I, definitely I, where I'm getting it. <laughs> just cancelled my subscription. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, what about you, Connor? What have you been watching, man? I, uh, I pumped through season five of Sons of Anarchy. Um, it's been a, I've been trying to get through this for a while. You're so savage to yourself. <laughs> yeah. You just <laughs> pump through these I shows. T- with, with, um, TV shows, I, if I get hooked, I, I just kind of pump through as much as I can. Is that, is that why everything you watch is at least like two years old? Yeah. <laughs> so you can yeah. watch it all. Yeah. yeah. So I can watch it all at once. <laughs> yeah. And that's the problem that I ran into with Game of Thrones because after I watched the first season of that, mm. I realized I actually do have to wait for each successive season and it kills me every time. Mm. Um, I really enjoyed season one to four. I thought they were, uh, it was a cool story arc that you got with the main character, Jax. Um, season five, I, I ultimately know where this season is going or, and where the entire series is going, in fact. And you can start to see everything unravel in this season. Ultimately, all the characters just turn into assholes. Huh. Giant, gaping assholes. You can't have just, that in a bikey yeah. gang. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, that was the thing that was so endearing about the first couple of seasons is it is a guy that at his core is trying to be better. Um, and they just kind of drop all pretense of any of these people having a shred of decency in them. They're just all shitty, shitty, shitty people hmm. going about their lives. So I, 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 I'll see if I actually make it into season six. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm pretty kind of disgusted with these characters, actually. <laughs> it's that choice you have to make in a series, whether you want to keep watching it and get to the end and ruin the whole thing for yourself or just leave with some fond memories it's a tough <laughs> community decision, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> speaking of <laughs> mr george well we all watch king arthur and john wick too yeah um but i went back to the cinema and i <laughs> watched us? uh alien covenant again mm. and uh thoroughly enjoyed it even more i would say wow. i was going in expecting we kind of talked about this in our review Go check that out. Uh, the kind of dichotomy the film has. It's very front half alien. The back half, middle half is very Prometheus. And then <laughs> it's a good middle converges. half. I love that one. <laughs> uh, it kind of converges at the end. And yeah. knowing that going in, I think you can enjoy the film because mm. the first time it's a little bit jarring. Mm. Um, but yeah, I really like this film, man. I don't know. I, I think it might even be my third favorite alien film. Jesus. Yeah. Having been able to kind of sit back and digest this film for a while, um, I, I, I kind of agree with you. I mean, this movie, it was a bit surprising at first. This movie has garnered a lot of hate. Um, there, are, there are some people that really despise this film. We've um, heard that in the comment yeah. section of our YouTube <laughs> and, you know, review. It's kind of made me, me look at it with a bit of a critical eye, but what I ultimately figured out was that this film was never going to please people. I think really Scott had a really tough job with this. I don't think he would have ever been able to make a film that pleased people. I mean, half the people wanted Prometheus 2, half the people wanted to go back to Alien. And I think that... You know, what he did was a, a good little blend of two. 
Um, but he's never going to to satisfy those two camps completely. I feel like maybe a quarter wanted Prometheus too. Well, but, I mean, um, well, people, I agree. I agree yeah. that he's and never going to get to play everyone. Definitely <laughs> part of that quarter. Yeah. No, I wasn't. <laughs> anyway, I, let's not talk about yeah. Prometheus. Seriously, <laughs> no, no, I wasn't, wasn't going to talk about Prometheus. <laughs> I, what I was in, going to say, I'm going to say, I'm enforcing a Prometheus <laughs> ban on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking about Prometheus. <laughs> I wasn't going to. Okay, cool. I'm just saying that a lot of people wanted answers to it, and that's it. And that, you know, that that's all they wanted. But. This film just took a massive dump on <laughs> <Yeah>. those answers. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. So. Anyway. My opinion hasn't changed on it at all, really. Yeah. I'm not going to go revisit it anytime soon. Um, it's not my third favorite Alien film. I feel like that's such a good backhanded compliment. It's like, it's the one I hate least after <laughs> Alien and Aliens. <laughs> yeah. I really like Alien 3, but mm. it, it's more, I like the stuff around the film, the the trials and tribulations of that production. When you actually sit down and watch it, it's a bit of a slog. It's a bit of a slog. But there's good stuff in there. Yeah, there is. And it looks great and there's some really interesting stuff, but I think Covenant, it executes its vision the best out of all of the other Alien films. This is so sacrilegious, but the only Alien film out of all of them that I ever have any real urge to go back and watch is Alien Resurrection. Yeah, you've got a soft spot for that one. I really do. And I've seen the first two so much on the big screen many times and everything, so I've kind of got my fill of those, but Resurrection keeps drawing me back somehow. Yeah. I don't know. I think I watched that most as a kid. Yeah, I just don't know about the Resurrection. <laughs> we go, we should, I yeah. think we should give it a go sometime. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Let's do it. Why don't, just keep this train going, the Alien train. <laughs> Should we move on to the news? Let's the do news. it, man. It has actually been a big week. Um, so first yeah, on, right. on big morning, big morning, big morning as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of which, first on the list, Tom Hardy has been cast in Sony Marvel's Venom flick as the as the title character as Venom. Great choice. It is. A, it's a really interesting choice. Can't go wrong with Tom Hardy. We get a nice mumbly Venom. Nobody cared who I was till I put on the symbiote. <laughs> You know what? You know what's interesting is I we've talked about this film a few times since we started the podcast, and uh, this has really piqued my interest. This is the first time where I'm actually taking this thing a little bit more seriously. Uh, so, no word word on who Tom Hardy will actually be playing. Technically, like we know this is going to be character. a Venom movie. Yeah, we don't really know anything about this though. Like, any he could be playing anyone really, or he's just it's just he's been announced as the lead. But yeah. the, the, in all likelihood, he'll be playing either uh, uh, Flash Thompson. Or Eddie Brock, who Topher Grace played in uh, Spider-Man 3. Um, or maybe he'll be playing uh, Mac Gargan, the, the Scorpion, who was briefly the Venom as well. Mm. Um, but, God, uh, that sounds awful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Flash we... Thompson's version of Venom was the anti-hero, uh, anti-Venom, which whoever came up with that idea, fucking brilliant. Because <laughs> um, that could be an interesting way to go because he's not entirely a villain. Yeah. And I think that, I mean... This doesn't really give us much to go on. I mean, Tom Hardy is is a good actor, yeah. um, but you could put a hundred different actors into that spot, and it would probably turn out all right. I don't know. It really, I don't it's really know the about direction. That. As I said before, the fact that Tom Hardy is the main guy, I'm interested now. Mm. I, I it, he's got a an aura about him uh, that that he brings a gravitas to a role. I mean, even with Bane, for all the the funny moments for you, the people, <laughs> the people. Um, for all those moments, like he was actually a cool character. And I think Nolan really cocked up on the last 10 to 15 minutes on Dark Knight Rises. I think that left a really sour taste in the mouth. Just the last 10 to 15. I, I would say uh, there's a big chunk in there that really <laughs> derails, like just erodes everything that happened in the film. To be honest, Bane was the only thing keeping me in that film. If if this uh, if this Venom movie gives us as as many quotable lines and memes yeah. as The Dark Knight Rises did, I'll love it forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I well, can't wait to see what weird accent he gives Eddie Brock. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Great. Do you think he's just turning into like the Jeff Bridges type actor, where like his his accent and mumbling will just get yeah, increasingly yeah. He'll become severe. more deranged. Yeah. As he, as he so much older. younger though. Imagine by the time he's Jeff Bridges' age, yeah. <laughs> barely be able to get a word out of him. <laughs> <laughs> so Ruben Fleischer, who directed uh, Zombieland um, and uh, the Santa Clarita Diet, the recent Netflix series, is going to be helming this one. Yeah. Um, I think everyone kind of loves Zombieland, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, a, yeah, what an awesome yeah. fun movie that was. Yeah. And, and really kind of self-aware and meta in a way that um, was very encouraging. It'll be interesting to see if they take that kind of style and apply it to this film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, they've already said that it's going to be an R-rated film, which mm. gives the impression that it's going to be a darker... Um, style of film. 
But yeah, it'll be interesting to see where Sony go with this whole Spider-Man Marvel thing that they're doing. Is it in continuity? Is it not? Yeah. They've been very kind of on and off about this, and they they want to figuring they, it out. They, yeah, they, yeah. So we know Sony. They go where the money goes. They change their mind every movie. Um, so Spider-Man's obviously going to do great, and everyone's going to love it probably. Uh, but still, they're talking about oh, we're going to get Spider-Man out of the MCU or yeah. something. See, that's that both makes me kind of more comforted with this this situation and also a little bit more scared because they may see the success of Homecoming and think, well, we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> One and hit that it, someone yeah. else started. And they'll be like, oh, we're sweet again. We got this. And well, then they like, booked, they're booked for two. Yeah. Homecoming yeah, well, two, yeah. which mm. it won't be titled that, but that's booked with But just Marvel. try and tell me that you're not frightened that that might happen. I have no faith in Sony. I'm, yeah. I'm terrified of everything yeah. they do. <laughs> I, ben but just I wakes up in a cold sweat every day. <laughs> yeah, just with a, yeah. What's Sonny done today? Yeah. Sonny. Sonny, damn it. Sonny's so damn. close. Sonny how, pictures. How far are we into the podcast? <laughs> we are 12 like minutes. 12 minutes in and I've already fucked it up. Jeez, um, well I had something really important to say. And now I've become, <laughs> I reckon we should move on. Yeah, yeah, let's move on. All right, so uh, number two on our list. Uh, the final War of the Planet of the Apes trailer has dropped. I checked this out in the early in the week. I thought it was a really good trailer. Um, I loved the feel of it. We got a little bit more information. It's it's that catch twenty two with these kind of trailers. You know, I almost wish I hadn't seen it. Yeah. It it kind of feels like they're giving too much of the plot I away. I said that immediately when I finished. Yeah, you, in yeah, a good yeah. way though. In a really good way. I'm I'm amped for this film. Very cool trailer. Mm. And I I don't think there would be too much you can spoil about this film necessarily. Necessarily. <laughs> hey, come <Connor>. um, on. <laughs> <Relax. laughs> Um, like spreading. The last one didn't have any great twists in it or anything, really. But even the fact that they're talking, Mm. none of the other trailers have set up that Mm. amount Mm. of monkey dialogue. I mean, monkey dialogue. The humans are. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Monkey talk. (laughs) That was a big surprise in this trailer, and I, I I like that a lot. Yeah, I uh, like the monkey dialogue. I can't even really spot. It doesn't seem like we have any main human characters necessarily. Like um, we have the villain, uh, of course, Woody Harrelson playing Who looks Kern, awesome. Colonel Kurtz. Yeah, mm. some but, of his lines in this trailer were fucking awesome. Yeah. Haunting, yeah. in fact. Yeah, yeah, but but he looks very squarely to be just a villain, and that's going to be all he is in this film. And otherwise, it's just it's the apes, which yeah. is very cool. Yeah, they've really earned this. I yeah, think. and the CG, especially that bit where he's walking down that corridor and the lights on his face oh, or yeah. Caesar's face. Wow. A couple of shots in this trailer wow. were like pushing photorealistic, which, I mean, say all you will for CG. Um, there's so few times I'm looking at something and being like, that actually looks real, but they're really getting there with these damn apes. I'm getting that moment more and more now when I watch films, that kind of like double take moment where I have to think about for a second and be like, is that? No? Okay. Yeah. And then I can usually pick that it is CGI, mm. but um, it's happening more and more often. Like those giant elephants in King Arthur. You're like, is that CGI? That was, yeah, that was right on the line there. We'll, I wasn't we'll, we'll quite sure. We'll talk about that in our review. But yeah. That's what you went to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's the way I plug. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am so G to this film. I loved Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I really liked the first one as well, Rise. Mm. Um, I am so amped for this one. I think the cinematography and the look. Um, the the snow environment it has a really um, it's got a really interesting sort of atmosphere that yeah. I, I, I'm really on board with. I'm 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 shocked by these apes movies in that the last one at least and hopefully this one they seem to be the like mature adult blockbuster franchise that we have now. Who would have seen that one? Coming? It's crazy. Like they they're able to do like adult kind of entertainment without it not entertainment but, <laughs> but without it being um you know like grim and gritty dc bullshit yeah, <laughs> like, yeah sophisticated big budget movie mm. the second one had some emotional scenes and i remember um when he goes back to the house in the in mm. the second one i it hit me hard yeah and they played it so well um yeah look I, i've got faith in it um the second one blew me just blew me away. Whoa. <laughs> Let me finish. It is that old entertainment. <laughs> um, that DVD case is uh, <laughs> something you don't want to look at. Jesus. Um, <laughs> um, sorry. Oh, you're we're into we're moving on. I'm sorry, cutting sorry, this Blu-ray right case. here. Sorry, I wouldn't want to offend you. You're only high def. I, yeah, fingers crossed on this one. This will be crushing if this is no good. Matt Reeves, man. Matt Reeves. In that I've, I've loved everything he's done. Yeah. So yeah, Quality. Mm. Moving on. Number three. Um... This isn't actually a news story necessarily, but it's been amped up quite a bit. It's the hackers holding um, Pirates of the Caribbean 5 for ransom. And pirates. Pirates are. <laughs> they're threatening to release it online. How funny is that? I wonder <laughs> if they plan that. They're like, we're going to be digital pirates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, it's, it, 
this is not the first time this has happened. It happened with Netflix and uh, Orange is the New Black, um, where they held uh, episodes, or I think the entire season, Ransom, which is Netflix had to pay an extra weird money. for Netflix, I feel, because they're just like, they're just going to release that online essentially anyway. Well, this was my thought process. Like with Netflix, what are they really, how are they holding that above their head? Like we release all our shit at once anyway. Uh, so what do you think we're losing this, by this? This one I think makes a lot more sense though. This feels more like, um, you know, when the original Wolverine movie leaked online. Um, yeah, I remember that. And then and then Fox claimed that really hurt the the, the box office sales, which obviously was probably more the fact that it was terrible. Shitty movie. But, yeah. um, but that seemed to be the industry thinking on it. Um, and this one, they're holding it ransom for $80,000, which is a, a pittance, really, Yeah. Um, for a billion-dollar franchise, multi-billion dollar. This is a huge franchise. But but this seems like a movie that could really be hurt by something like this because it's the exact kind of film that people would be like, I'm not going to leave my house and go pay to yeah. see this movie. Yeah. Because let's be honest, it's probably not going to be any good. And uh, The last one was terrible. So, uh, it, But the last one made a lot. But this seems like the perfect prime target for, I'm just going to download this and watch it. But, I mean, Disney's in a rough situation. I mean, if they cave and, and pay what what you've already said it, it's, it's, it's <laughs> pittance but that that just opens up a floodgate for people to start doing this to major uh, motion uh, pictures and it, it, that's yeah. a dangerous place for us to be well, in. I, was, I was reading an interview i was reading an interview with a hacker who um who was working with the fbi nowadays um on stuff like this and he's saying yeah, it's it's untraceable they can't really stop these guys that's crazy necessarily yeah um but yeah disney so far is just ignoring them yeah, I think that's all they can do. Yeah, I really. mean, if, if it goes out, it goes out. But uh... but if, if you actually think about it, I mean, from the time that something gets released in theaters, you can pretty much download. It might not be great quality, but you can download the yeah. movie. It doesn't take um, long for a good one to be out there. A lot I'm of sure. people that download are not downloading because they can't access something. It's because, you know, they're going to download it anyways. Hmm. So I, I feel like the Disney is doing the right thing. They just play it out and be like, fucking go for it. I don't think it'll actually hurt them that much. Don't negotiate with terrorists. It, that's, I was avoiding saying that, but <laughs> thank goodness you've gone there. <laughs> with the uh, movie terrorists. Yeah. George? Yeah. <laughs> Do you make, I don't know. I've been relatively silent on this You've been very quiet. Did you steal Pirates <laughs> 5, George? Have you got it on your computer? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, tiptoeing I mean, out of the room. I'm not excited for this movie, so uh, it doesn't really affect me. <laughs> I'm going to go see it for the podcast so we can review it. I, you know, one one little thing is I heard m- m- uh, m- murmurs? <laughs> murmurs. Um, rumors, murmurs. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, that, How is it uh, you two that is fucking yeah, up more yeah. than I am this time? Mm. We feel the pressure. Early um, days. Early reviews have been positive for this, yeah. or at least it's a better film than mm. the last few have been. <laughs> not not hard. Far as well, high. Last few, I don't know. I like two and three, so. Yeah. The trilogy's fine for me. I love number one. Ash and I watched that the other day, just came on TV, and it was uh, from the first sort of 15 minutes onwards, uh. and I, I love that movie. It's so much fun. I think I prefer two. Really? I haven't watched them in a little while, but I've, number one, I remember going back, and it feels a little quippy and... Like oh you you like pain try wearing a corset kind yeah, of stuff it, a bit a bit I kind of like that cute though. kind of Disney stuff yeah, I don't know yeah. I th- I thought they went in an interesting weird direction with the second two and the second one especially I think it's really cool yeah yeah like I I like the three it does get a bit convoluted towards the end which was <laughs> yeah. a major yeah. God. kind of yeah, yeah criticism of it at the time with the whirlwind and ships yeah, no. and the I'm into it no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not into it. <laughs> I'm six foot four. I need giant chicks, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, number four, uh, The Witcher. Uh, it has been slated for a TV uh, Netflix series. So George and I are just going to go grab something to eat. Connor, you can yeah, talk well, about I this for a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so neither neither of you have obviously played the games. Never read it. Never watched it. I've watched, it. Um, once again, my good friend Jordy. I bring up every podcast now. He's becoming a regular. We might as well get him on. <laughs> Let's get him on. Um, uh, he uh, played it a lot and uh, enjoyed the game. So that's about well, it's, all. It's, I've watched him play it. It seems yeah. like a really immersive world. It's mm. it's. Um, I, I like the art style of the game. It's, it is a stunningly beautiful game. Um, and it's generally heralded as one of the better games of the last decade um, in, in terms of, in its kind of area. Um, I haven't read the books, but I have played the second and third game in the trilogy. Um, this is something that... Is it based off books? It, yeah, so there's seven books by a Polish author by the name of... I'm going to get this wrong, because as I mentioned, it's yeah. on, uh, Andrzej Szepkowski. Szepkowski? 
Yeah, something like that. He he wrote um, a series of seven books. No, no, I think you got it. Yeah, yeah, no, think, yeah. <laughs> shock it out. How, but wow. how would you know though? <laughs> um, yeah, he wrote I, I believe seven books, um, and then uh, the uh, Polish game studio um, that I can't remember the name of read something, um, produced it into these three games, which is why they are able to create such an immersive world because it's already down on page, um, uh, and the backstory in those games is is. Re- Ridiculous, like so much information. Um, but yeah, so he wasn't really involved, from my knowledge, he wasn't really involved in the games. Um, they really just took from his source materials of the books. This is something that he will be involved in. So they've got him on as, I say in air quotes, creative consultant mm. um, to kind of preserve the feel. <laughs> Which and, means and, they don't have sorry. to do anything he says. Exactly. I mean, like every book has, the, you know, the author on it as a creative consultant. Like that means jack shit. <laughs> Good idea, Andre. Go sit in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll think about that. That um, gives it, uh, I guess, it sets it up uh, in a way that uh, other video game adaptions, um, adaptations haven't done. Well, yes. And then for two in reasons. That it's not a video game adaptation necessarily. Exactly. exactly. More but people know the franchise it, as a video game. Video so game, they'll yeah. have to take some elements from the game and oh, yes. put them in, like it'll be a kind of a fusion. Yeah, they'll have to. And the game is already a fusion of that. Like it, it really does draw on that, um, you know, course, uh, the source material. Um but uh, one of the, the cool things about this is uh, Thomas Baginski. Again, no idea if that's right. Yeah, I think um, you got it again. Two out of two. I am nailing it today. <laughs> um, he directed the intro videos for all three of the Witcher games. And if, if you haven't watched these, they're actually really cool, you know, two, three-minute um, PlayStation CGI scenes. Um, but it sets up, if that's the kind of style that we'll get um, in, in these... Uh, in these TV shows. And I'm, I'm so down for that. So I think he'll be on, um, I think to direct at least one, one episode per season, um, which is, it's, it's a good sign. So we've got people from the video game. We've got people from the source material, the, the, the author could turn out to be a very cool, very cool series. And this could be coming out at a good time where, Oh, I, I was going to say game of Thrones is wrapping up, but they're doing like five offshoots. Yeah, they're doing this so, four, four offshoots. Uh, yeah. I will track that statement yeah. and say... Well, it's the, ma- the main story of Game of Thrones is yeah, coming to an end. Yeah, but um, they have the blueprints there and they can um, combine the book and the game and make a really cool TV series and partnering with Netflix is a no-brainer. Oh, yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, there's always the... It's the video game curves. This might be the one to break it up, not only because <laughs> it's... Uh, this it's be the one. Books, but this is a TV series. But it's also a TV it's series, a exactly. So I think that you can do a lot more with TV um, that you are that you can't do with film simply because you're constrained into a two three hour yeah. time slot. No, I reckon what they should do is, <laughs> and I'm good at fixing things. <laughs> all right, um, I think as Game of Thrones is wrapping up, they should go, grab as many cast members from that as they possibly can <laughs> and just put them all in this, <laughs> just straight into Witcher. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sean Bean in this. <laughs> yeah, and then kill him in the first episode. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Spoilers. Most for Game of Thrones. on-screen deaths of all time, Sean Bean. Is that true? Is he yeah. really? Yeah, at that least it sense. was a few years ago. Let's, yeah. let's uh, check this out. <laughs> he's, got, he's certainly got like Calling a diverse out. range of deaths with on screen. I, I once watched an infographic where it um, it showed how many times he's been decapitated, how many <laughs> times he's been shot. Nice. And, I love his death in the island, that Michael Bay film with Scarlett Johansson and Ewan McGregor. Yeah. That was I'm trying to remember his death. It's been ages since he's like seen the off, island. He gets the wire around his neck. Oh, that's right. gets, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, brutal. You love that movie, don't you? I love the island. Michael Bay's The Island. I love the first 45 <laughs> minutes and then he turns into an absolute schlock. Yeah. But the first 45 minutes that them in that facility is so cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. let's do a review on that. Force, <laughs> force you guys to watch yeah, it. Yeah, well, I'll, 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 I'll do it right we'll now. It's that. not very good. Yeah. Um, all right, number five. Uh, Jordan Peele's next project has been announced. Already. It's- Already. Very quick. Well, we, we, we were already <laughs> we were already kind of uh, speculating as to what he was going to go into next. And there's some murmurs, but it's been confirmed that he's going to go, um, his next project is going to be with HBO. It's going to be called Lovecraft County. It's a, a country. Is it? Or did I put that down wrong? Yeah, it's just country. There's an N. No, I know, I, but I wrote, that, I, I wrote that down, and I'm not sure whether I wrote that down correctly. You, you I wrote, thought it was Lovecraft. You wrote you're County? Doing a, you're doing a reverse um, Ron Burgundy this week. You're, <laughs> you you're wrote, not reading what's on. No, you wrote no, County. No, it's country. Yeah, you're right. You wrote, Sorry, you wrote country. County, and then you wrote Based on Country. 
on the same thing. Oh, okay, so and that's And then where I, I corrected up. it to yeah, country, yeah. hoping you'd run Burgundy <laughs> and just read what I wrote. I don't. We, we discussed this last time. I don't trust anything that you've edited on these show <laughs> yeah. notes anymore. Okay, you're right. It is country. Um, it's an adaptation of Matt Ruff's 2016 horror novel um, of the same name. What is that name? Lovecraft Lovecraft, uh, (laughs) Continent. (laughs) Shit. Province. (laughs) State. So this is going to obviously be a TV series? Um, It looks as though, yeah. HBO, I'm assuming. Yeah. They are a TV series (laughs) network. A TV series network. Wow. It's not TV, it's HBO. Um, What did you get put into the coffee there, George? (laughs) Affecting us all. (laughs) I think it's the paint. Can you you smell that? (laughs) Can you smell that? Oh, yeah. You know what? You might not be far off. That is a very strong Seriously, smell. Seriously, I reckon something. <laughs> Podcast. Okay, anyway. Okay. Anyways. Um, Jordan Peele set- rules. Yeah. Get Out was amazing. Go check out our review for that because I think we all loved that. Oh, it's as far as I remember. Film. Yeah. Um, it's um so this one is 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 probably going to deal with a lot of the similar se- uh, themes. Um, it's set in Jim Crow America. What's, what's that? It racist times. Yeah, <laughs> in the fifties, I think. Yeah, was set. cool, cool. Um, thank you for contextualizing it for <laughs> idiots like myself who don't know anything. Um, what do you I, think, Benny? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you, would you, let me speak, Connor. Let me speak. No, I'm not for you. <laughs> Too much pain. <laughs> uh, Seriously, this face is actually doing something. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> let me just cut me off halfway. Be like, no, fuck it. You've had enough. <laughs> ben, it's too much to speak. <laughs> <laughs> What did you think, Ben? <laughs> well, we've got you. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, me personally, um, I'm, I'm very. I mean, come on, Jordan Peele would have had his pick of any project he wanted at this point. So this shit must be good. Um, I'm a huge fan of Lovecraft, who did not write this book, obviously, but presumably, <laughs> presumably, there's some connections um, stylistically or thematically, which could be very cool. Um, and J.J. Abrams is producing, which usually a good thing, I guess. You see that little bad robot go along, you know you're in for a good time. Uh, I'll be interested to see. He, um... <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. going to cut me off again. Yeah. Um, I really liked his um, tackling of kind of modern racism, that kind of neo-racism um, in Get Out. Uh, it'll be interesting to see... Um, how he tackles good old fashioned good old fashioned racism. <laughs> racism. I know it's, it's you know it's it's a lot less subtle and it's um, it's an area that's probably been um, revisited quite a few times. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if he does something new with it. Cool, that sounds exciting. I mean, anything he touches basically turns to gold. Well, he's touched one thing. <laughs> well, he touched Kim Peel as well. He touched himself <laughs> and uh, Keanu, which is Keanu. also really good. But as far as a director, I need to watch Keanu. You enjoyed that, didn't you? I did. It's v- it very much okay. in the vein of Keen Peel. It's it's like a large Keen Peel sketch. Yeah, sketch. Okay. It's not. It's not anywhere near Get Out. Don't go it with the idea that it's going to be anything like that. All right, all right, Benny. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough of you and your opinions. <laughs> I, I didn't love it. I thought it was fine. Okay. They 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 do the Liam Neeson's joke at one point. That was good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Call back to the show. Otherwise, I was like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I pretty much agree with that. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> what a segment. <laughs> number six. Uh, we got a trailer for Netflix's Star Trek Discovery. Benny, you'll be happy about this. Hell yeah, man. Um, love me some Star Trek. Uh, this uh, is a Brian Fuller Star Trek series. It's been delayed and delayed and delayed. Keeps getting pushed back. Um, but we finally got a trailer for it, and it looks like a Star Trek series. Not much to go on, um, but it looks pretty. It, yeah, it looks really nice. Um, it, it, I I wasn't able to decipher this. Is it in the same kind of continuity as the films? So it's 10 years before um, the original series, so the Enterprise with Captain Kirk and Spock and such. Yeah, um, the the Shatner version or this version? The Shatner yeah, well, well, I mean, they're all the same either. version. It's before, so yeah. the, the timeline splits off after that. So after that, yeah. Right. Right. Oh, well, no, before, technically. But um, <laughs> oh, God. let's not get into this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's TV canon, basically. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so Actually, yeah. The, I loved Star Trek Beyond, um, but otherwise I haven't felt the movies have really been like true kind of Star Trek, you know, 
um, the way the the TV series are. I Beyond love- was definitely their best attempt oh. at a, like an expe- like one episode drawn out over yeah. two hour. Yeah, and I think we all loved it. Loved yeah, yeah. That. It's one yeah. of my favorite films last year. I, 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 oh yeah, I, I wouldn't put it on my favorite films, but it certainly was very good. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, go on, Benny. But it's, it's just, I think it's so good to have Star Trek back on TV. It's, uh, it's, it's home. It's where it should be. Yeah. It's where they can properly explore the themes that Gene Roddenberry set out to originally, without having to worry about you know box office numbers and and set pieces, big, yeah, and, explosions yeah. and um, Klingons being big scary monsters yeah. and such, and. Uh, John Harrison, who is actually Khan. <laughs> John Harrison. God. Fuck don't that. remind me of that. Sorry, bullshit. sorry, sorry, sorry. Jesus. Got to put that in the Prometheus box. <laughs> That's one on the list to shred apart for a movie MMA or something. <laughs> Who's, yeah, who yeah. wants to defend that one, though? Uh, Nobody. Benedict Cumberbatch. No, we just got to find a movie is that bad yeah. to, to square off against. I thought the Klingons, the highlight of this for me was the the Klingon makeup. Yeah. They I look, think they looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look really, really yeah. cool. I um, grew up in England and they used to air, um, pretty much every day it used to be a different one. So you would get the mm. 60s one, you would get Enterprise on Tuesdays, Deep Space Nine on Thursdays, Voyager on Sundays, something to that effect. Mm. So I got a good dosage of Star Trek when I was a kid and... Um, I'm with you, Benny. I'm I'm glad to see it back. I hope they do a good job with it because that one that they brought out a few years ago was that Enterprise. Yeah, that didn't. I didn't watch it, but the kind of general consensus I heard was fair to middling. I yeah, I haven't seen it either. It certainly didn't set the world on fire, though. I don't think it's anyone's favorite Star Trek series. I, I caught a couple episodes of it. it was it was passable? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't love that this one is set before other. Star Trek series. I don't know. Star with, Trek with, is with something current... that should always be looking forward. I feel. Yeah. So I, I, I think each series, except for the movie where they go back build on and be further. Um, that's I know what you mean though. <laughs> Even though that they went back, it was like a new version of Spock and whatnot. This is different to that. Mm. I, I'm, I'm agreeing with what you're saying here. Mm. So you know, look happy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just not sure what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm, this room yeah. is is. Thick with with paint, <laughs> uh, but yeah. <laughs> <Like that. laughs> hopefully, hopefully it's good. There were some shonky shots in here. I'm not so keen on her spacesuit. Mm. Uh, it's TV seemed... and it's Star Trek, so it's yeah. kind of par for the course, I guess. Yeah. I don't it... know. That's not really a Star Trek thing, though. They don't really get into. Suits. No, I, I just mean like very television production yeah. design. Yeah. Um. So this is being released in America. I think only in America on CBS is launching their own streaming service. Everyone's got to have a streaming service now. Um, have we got a, have we got a streaming service going yet, George? We get our own. Um, CBSB streaming. <laughs> yeah, Welcome. Yeah. Subscribe. Let's um, get on it quick. So that could be, we'll see how that goes, but everywhere else uh, I think is getting released on Netflix, which is good to know. Yeah. That's where I want to watch it. Tells you. All right, moving on. Number seven, Dark Crystal prequel uh, series is coming to Netflix. Another Netflix one. Another wow. Netflix prequel series. So yeah. we've got The Witcher, we've got Discovery, and Dark Crystal coming to Netflix. These yeah. guys are cleaning up. They're just taking over everything. Cleaning yeah. up, yeah. man. But this, I mean, you got this is the kind of thing you got Netflix in this industry. You got Amazon in in shipping and, and distribution. I mean, like these kind of companies that are thinking forward. Yeah, that are hitting markets that have been screaming for this kind of content for so long of course they're gonna clear up yeah yeah good on them so we talked about a labyrinth sequel uh, a few weeks ago we did yeah um and george you quite like the dark crystal don't you yeah i love the dark crystal yeah so what do, what do you think about I'm this, pumped. this idea, I'm, yeah? pumped. I'm just really stoked to get a creature feature mm. um even though this is a tv series it's probably not the right term to be using but I'm just really keen to see what they do in terms of creature effects um, and the practical effects and blending that with CG, the, t- the technology available in which, 2017. Which they have said they will be doing. Yeah. It's kind of mixing the two. So that I am so pumped for this. The main thing is the Jim Henson company is involved. Yeah. yeah. It does look so in, in the trailer, they, they're doing a lot of kind of practical effect makeup type stuff. Um, it does give you the impression that that is going to feature quite heavily in this series, which is, and we've all mentioned this, is what makes the original so great, is that just stunning puppetry work. The craft. Now, there yeah. was a cool little trailer with the, the Jim Henson voiceover. Um, I, I love that man to death. I love listening to him. You just get that tiny little hint of Kermit the Frog. <laughs> um, but I, I couldn't gather whether 
whether that footage was uh, new stuff or from the original film. My my impression was that that was new. Like that was. I thought it was a bit of this, bit of that. Mm. Yeah, but that, fingers that, crossed that, that it is because first... it's a full on production in in the, the vein of the original. If yeah. it's the new one, so. that's what gave me hope for this. That last shot of the Skeksis, mm. um, the bird creature. That that's obviously from the new one. Mm. Yeah, um, and that's why I thought that that was them building this yeah. set, and then they were kind of showing a new creature, and they're going to say, "This is how we're going to do it." We're obviously not going to go just a CGI fest. The property itself is probably not what I'm most excited for in this. It it really is the fact that they do seem to be putting love and attention into the craft of this series. But the world building in the Dark Crystal is really cool, and the Skeksis are these really nihilistic, just horrible bird-like creatures that live for. So a creepy. long time and I had nightmares about that yeah they I just love I, I, if we can explore more on them I this could be interesting yeah definitely yeah this doesn't feel like the kind of prequel where they're like oh find out where this character was a few years before the movie it feels like they might just actually be using the world um, and telling other stories and I think there's know? potential yeah. there with the Dark <laughs> Crystal definitely maybe, maybe a bit <laughs> yeah, yeah. alright cool moving on our final number 8 Dwayne The Rock Johnson wants Arnie Hammer for Shazam Arnie. Did you say Arnie Hammer? What? Did you say Army or no. Arnie? Army. How, how do you pronounce it? <laughs> you said it both ways then somehow. Army. Army. Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Most badass name ever. I'm just trying to make sure that we get everything <laughs> you fuck up. Yeah, I know. Jesus. <laughs> Even when you don't. <laughs> just looking out for it now. Yeah, so, so Dwayne has come out on, on social media. Um, shocker <laughs> yeah like this guy is so powerful and i feel like he just is trying to run this show himself and and essentially came out and said he didn't even say army hammer's name which makes me think he might not know it or has forgotten because <laughs> he was like i'm not even i'm not even gonna say his name he didn't want the lone to ranger <laughs> which i mean would you really pick that as this guy's like i guess it was his biggest role but um I would have not, said not really a, not really a career maker Sorry? I would have said social network. Who is he in social network? The Winkle Eye. The, the Winkle Eye, oh, right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's decided to take it upon himself to cast this role because DC isn't doing it. Um, and I think that's a pretty damn decent choice, Army Hammer. How amazing is it that Dwayne The Rock Johnson, just by his social media force and his mm. brand, is able to put that out there mm. and maybe have a chance in leveraging DC to cast him? Mm. And make that whole thing happen. This could all be a ploy by DC just to test the waters, see what the reaction is. Just Definitely. Like, oh, is people going to like him as, uh, as Shazam? But everyone's been saying he's going to play Green Lantern for the longest time. Well, he was going to play Batman in the... Uh, he was rumored for that, wasn't he? George Miller's Justice League film, I believe he was cast as Batman. Oh, okay. So he has a long history of almost getting DC roles. So That would have been devastating. That would have been such a good film. That I'm, I'm, dev- I, w- I would love nothing more than to see George Miller's Justice League. That sounded amazing. God, that would have been incredible. I think there's a documentary coming out about it because they've they've been releasing kind of. There was a lot of pre-production for that film. They've released some of it over the years. It's very interesting. Megan Gale as Wonder Woman. Oh, Megan Gale as Wonder Woman. Wow. Mm. Yeah, I guess it kind of fits. But um, uh, this photo is a in costume. Well, the thing is, is um, I know somebody who works at George Miller's production company and uh they have heaps of the props and costumes and pre-production stuff from that so that would be really cool to see in person because you know after seeing mad max i mean after seeing all of his features but it, it would just would have been something so special mm. it's a shame it's a big shame but we've got a bunch of other dc news amongst this yeah so that's not it um remy and, and mark webb have both passed on flash um but zemeckis is still in talks so this is like a day after we hear that Raimi might be in talks with him, it's like, nope. Yeah. And then I didn't, did we even hear that Mark Webb was in talks? I, yeah. And then, yeah, so no for him. Well, I think it, like a lot of the reports collected. It's like Raimi and Mark Webb out of the running. And then and Zemeckis was supposedly not talking to him yeah, anymore. Yeah, they were talking but now, about that two weeks ago. But yeah, now he's back in potential. So. Can, you, can you imagine being a director trying to navigate that? <laughs> shit storm of walking into the DCEU? Why is Warner Brothers, why do they have a, a good stranglehold on this? Why do they continually have these problems? Um, well, it's not their fault. It's the director's. It's uh, a director's universe, remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clearly, because they go through like five yeah. for every movie. <laughs> We've oh, got yeah. so many directors at one time or another. <laughs> yeah. All right, next. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, go. Direct, 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 direct. 
You do At the least same. when Marvel does it, they suck the soul out of one really good director yeah, and then yeah, yeah. throw not, away his not empty all husk. Of them. Yeah, and then he goes to DC <laughs> and he's like the king. Yeah. <gasps> well, so, Joss Whedon. Yeah. You Zemeckis. forgot about that? Yeah. I saw that realization click in your mind. No, that's what I was doing. Who, yeah. What is he doing in the DC? Uh, Batgirl. Oh, that's right. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I fear for DC, but we did see um, a cool image of Amber Heard as Mera from Aquaman. So that looks like an interesting production. I have lots of faith in James Wan. I think that's going to be a really cool film. And I really liked her costume. I really liked Aquaman, um, Jason Momoa's costume. So I think Aquaman's a really hard one to get right, um, especially aesthetically. So um, I think for me, they're nailing the look. She looks very comics accurate, but she also looks like Rita Repulsa from Power Rangers. So better than her, (laughs) I think. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I was thinking Ivy from Batman. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a gritty Ariel. (laughs) That's this is what I thought. I was like, her orange "Mm." hair looks okay. She could have used a big Inhumans wig though. That's exactly what I was about to say. (laughs) You know what she could use? She could use a wig. I would have loved it more. (laughs) Um, Oh, we know, George. We know the weird part. Mm. Oh, well, I think that's it for top eight of the week. We've done it. We've destroyed our brain cells in the process, but we've made it all the way through. Got a lot of honorable mentions, though. Um, first off is Danny McBride has talked about um, his Halloween movie that he's writing. Very cool. Yeah. I'm, very cool. Very cool. <laughs> I, to be honest, I don't, I don't have no knowledge on his chomps as a writer. Chomps or chomps? <laughs> um, chomps. <laughs> Chomps. I didn't say chomps. Sorry, sorry. You are missing, looking for I'm things. Missing. Review the tape. Fuck up. Review the tape. Listen, I've got this recording, so you're going to hear um, so maybe some additional footage attached yeah, to Yeah, this. they will. Um, yeah, what are we talking about again? Danny McBride. Danny McBride and the Halloween. You want to talk about it? Yeah. This is your story, man. Yeah. It was mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm pumped. I'm pumped. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to give, give a little bit of background into the way that the podcast works. We we discuss what should be in our top eight, and then the rest just kind of get funneled into honorable mentions. And George was pushing to have that in the top eight. <laughs> what were you going to talk yeah. about? Um, okay, here we go. You asked for it. Um, this is a really cool project because uh, Halloween has had uh, the Rob Zombie reboots whatever the fuck you call those things, yeah. were just not so good. Let's just leave it at that. And um, Danny McBride and the other bloke that he's writing this with, he clearly loves the property. And so much so that John Carpenter, who directed the original, is on board. He might even score it, because John Carpenter's thing is that he scores a lot of his features. Mm. So, man, if that's not an endorsement... I don't know what is. That's like having James Cameron say your Terminator movie's really good. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. It's the best Terminator movie yeah. ever. <laughs> Actually, we need to go revisit that um, Terminator Genesis. We're program. finally going to see a Terminator run. Um, wow. So just, just to fill in on that, the, he's co-writing it with director uh, David Gordon Green. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He directed, as we all know, um, All the Real Girls and Your Highness. Of course. Your Highness. <laughs> <laughs> don't do triangle face. I hate it when you do triangle face. Anyway, it's interesting seeing Danny McBride. <laughs> so dismissive a, from fun, Ben. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what are we talking about, Your Highness? <laughs> um, never watched that shit. Yeah. All right. We're moving on. No, um, no, 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 no. No, yeah, yes, you wanted are. me to talk about this, and I'm, I'm going to talk about I'm it. I'm giving this segment a mercy killing. <laughs> uh, we're moving on. Uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost have launched um, Stolen Picture Banner with Comedy Horse Slaughterhouse Rules. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't mean? know what that means. What does that mean? They, I guess they've started their own distribution or production company and they're releasing a movie called Sword House Rules. This was clearly not well-researched. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> anything Good to see them two, still working together. Yeah, anything that those two do, do together, particularly with Edgar Wright, obviously, I absolutely love. Even Paul? Yeah, I like Paul. Uh, no, you said absolutely love. No, no you're saying <laughs> I, like, uh, I like Paul. <laughs> um, I take some of the excess love from Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and distribute it okay. among the others. <laughs> and that fills it up to the top, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I, these two together, I think are, are amazing. I, I haven't watched their TV series, um, Spaced. Spaced yeah. Oh man. Which Check everyone has told me is Yeah, me neither. St- That's on my bucket list. Boys, yeah. boys. Bucket list. <laughs> wow. That's number one on, on my your deathbed. I still haven't watched Spaced. <laughs> what do you want to do with your life? <laughs> really want to catch that Space TV show. <laughs> oh my Lord. All right. But seriously. Moving on. <laughs> but it's cool that they're going to be cultivating new talent. Uh, they seem to be really genuine dudes. They're going to be bringing through a whole new 
you know, wave of directions. Why the <laughs> fuck are you laughing at me? No, uh, no, I think you're doing great. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Next is uh, Judge Dredd um, is getting a TV series that's in the works currently. Mega City Mega One. Mega City One. Yeah. Awesome. Um, is, well, I mean, Carl, is, <laughs> is my boy um, Carl Irvin in this? We don't know. No, I mean, nobody knows. Like, okay. we don't know if he's involved. Um, I would think he wouldn't want to give up that character because everyone loves Dread. Like, what an awesome surprise that was. Yeah. Um, it was it was no just brain. the raid, but it was it yeah. was sick. Um, so now we're getting a TV series out of it. Um, that's cool. I mean, the comics have been running for decades. Mm. There's a lot they could explore with that. Um, I reckon it'd be cool to have um, Carl Urban play Dread and have him show up not as the main character that we're always following, but maybe just show up because he's he's yes. very very thinly drawn as a character. He's just a a badass. I mean, the comics are satire originally, yeah. so. It would be cool to just have him in that world and, and see other things from it as well. Yeah. And this is why I think that it's a good direction to go with a TV show as opposed to a movie. Mm. I think another movie would have um, been Overkill with that. <laughs> well, uh, that's what Judge Dredd's all about. It is, but I but, mean, um, to the point where you'd get that I fatigue. Reckon, I don't I, reckon. I think there's so much to explore with that. I, but I think they would have just done, they would have rehashed it. Because yeah. it would have been another small budget sort of thing. It would have been the same sort of stuff. But telling with a TV series, you can tell a lot of different stories in that world, which could be very cool. Yeah. And you can you can have kind of slow character arcs. I mean, it, it's a different medium for a different style of story. And I think this is um, the kind of story that would fit into that. Whereas another movie, as you said, would just be rehashed mm. uh, what we had gotten the first one. And probably not as effectively. The first one not being the Sly Stallone movie. We don't want to see any more of that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Stallone uh, will return as a character. Jeez. <laughs> I am the law. <laughs> is that your Stallone impression? Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. checking. Yeah. Um, we'll work on it. Anyways, next one is uh, the Mummy uh, official third trailer. It's come out. Um, and there was also a Jekyll reveal. I don't know how much of a reveal it was. I didn't look too much into his character. You'd, you'd see all. his eyes change color, essentially. Yeah. Not much. Um, this trailer, though, they were really pumping the angle of like Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense. Like, they were, it's like yeah. We research all of these monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Just knock one. Ah! Yeah, so it's really showing Jekyll as like the head of this this organization that researches, like it, they're really laying the groundwork for this uh, universal uh, dark universe, as, as they seem to name it in the trailer, um, all of the this shared universe of all the universal monsters. Um, I guess it's good that they're actually it, trying to show that they're doing that now. Yeah. Because they've been talking about it for a while. They're starting to set it up. Yeah. Slowly but surely. I, anyway, I found that more interesting than anything else about the Mummy movie so far. So yeah, this this as a as a Mummy movie doesn't. And I, I've expressed this from the very beginning. I have a really big soft spot for the Brendan Fraser mummies, um, and uh, no interest to see another Mummy film. Mm. Um, but this this new angle is something that I'm certainly um, interested in exploring. I guess we'll I'll see. give it a chance. The shot of him coming out of the car as it rolls down the hill was cool. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, uh, next is Okja official trailer. There's no way I've pronounced that right either. Well, I think you got it. Can't really pronounce it any other way. Yeah. Um, this okay. is this is an interesting one. So this is a Netflix produced um, film that is going to be showed at Cannes. Um, I think it's one of two. Can I think it's Can? Is it? Monsieur? Oh, sorry. 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 <laughs> Excusez-moi. Um, Pardon? You know, this guy, Bong Joon-ho, um, he is the man. Yep. Um, I got obsessed with South Korean films about five, six years ago, and I mm. went through all the big ones, and he did one that I highly, highly recommend, Memories of Murder. Mm-hmm. Um, he also did The Host, which Very got cool. a lot of traction yep. worldwide as a, sort of, uh, a different kind of monster Godzilla film. Um and he also did Snowpiercer, mm-hmm. which was sick. And got like, a lot of attention for him yeah. as well. So this guy's prime for this. I, I should have, I, I didn't watch this before, but as soon as this podcast is done, I'm going to go <laughs> watch this. Um, so I'm adequately prepared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> prepared after the yeah, podcast. Yeah. It's, cool, it's a cool trailer. There's a lot going on. Yeah. You know? I, Tilda Swinton as, as a bad guy or a bad girl, sorry. Or <laughs> um, bad guy she, in Constantine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she, she really creepy. She mm. really nailed that down. I yeah, was well, she was so great as a bad guy in uh, uh, Snowpiercer. Yeah, so See, I, I still haven't seen Snowpiercer. Oh, it's, it. I, it's you would one really of the like ones, it, man. Yeah, it's one I think of those they're, on the, they're adapting it for TV or something now, yeah. so get in there before, before, yeah, before that, before that happens. happens. Yeah, it's on, it's on my bucket list. <laughs> hey, you sad person. Um, moving on. God, there's a lot of trailers that came out this week. <laughs> Finally, 
we've got the Emoji movie trailer. Ben, you put this on here. I just think it's funny that there's an Emoji movie. Um, I, I've only watched the trailer on mute, to be honest. But, but even then, it's amazing how derivative it looks. It's funny. This has become a whole subgenre of, of animation, the, the world birds. that you were unaware of, the, yeah. the, you know, the Toy Story, yeah. um, Monsters Inc., what are the things going on in the background? The, the, it, Pixar kind of set the precedent for it, and now everyone keeps doing it. Sausage Party. You know? Yeah, this movie makes me a bit angry. I'll be honest. Yeah. It just it feels like... It feels like a studio being like, what's relevant? feels like an relevant Angry Birds, in- $80 million, yeah. churn it out, make a fuckload of money. It probably will be. All I will say is the Lego movie. The it's Lego not the movie. same. It's the Lego not- movie. Oh, Lego movie. No, that's, that's the only thing that re- makes me reserve judgment. Is but then I remember. Logic? No, I'm just saying, like, if there's ever been a more cynical looking cash grab movie of course. in the world. But yeah. Emoji seems could even happen. more so it than, does. than <laughs> and, Lego and movie. Lego has... I mean, if you actually look into Lego, the company itself has been really masterful in the way that it has expanded in, in, in multimedia. So the way that it's moved on into film, the way that it's moved on into video games has always been very calculated. Um, sort of, but all the straight-to-DVD Lego movies were exactly that kind of cash-grab bullshit. They are, but they didn't pretend to be anything else. Like those, like, I don't know why, but Lego movie just, it feels a little bit more... There's a little bit more substance to it. If if we're putting emojis and like Legos, which I don't know about you guys, but I played with all the time when I was a kid. Well, emojis are the new Lego, man. That's so that's sad. what kids play with. That's the wor- That's probably the saddest way that we could end. Get this podcast. hip, Connor. Get hip. All right. That's what it's all about now. The emojis. The emojis. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's nah, probably gonna suck. The only good thing about this is that Patrick Stewart is playing the poo emoji. That's so, gold. <laughs> uh, uh, that's the only thing getting this thing across the line for me. Yeah. Oh, well. No. Well, that's it, guys. Top eight done for the week. Wow. I'm surprised we survived with all these fumes in this room. <laughs> yeah. So, seriously, that little bit in, this, in the middle where we lost it, it's going to be on loop. It's going to be my new uh, message tone. Anyway, uh, <laughs> good to see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see you too, George. <laughs> Thanks for having me. And for really everyone good. watching, it was good to really, for you to see us as well. Really good, uh, really good. <laughs> um, guys, it was a pleasure as always. Thank you for sharing this with me, Connor. Bye. And Benny. See ya. See ya.